Good morning from Jeffrey's London. You're listening to Jeffrey's EMEA Market Minutes, a daily podcast brought to you by Jeffrey's Equities Cash Desk, where we offer our perspective on European markets so far. It's Monday the 4th of January and here's what we're seeing so far. European equities are having a strong start to the new year, uh, with the stock 600 up more than a percent and a half, um, led predominantly by the miners, which are up nearly 6%. Uh, We actually published a note on the miners this morning uh, where we raised our price targets across the sector uh, as we raised our commodity price forecasts, albeit we are still bearish compared to the rest of the street. um, So it's an interesting note to read. Please do shout out if you want to see a copy of that. A lot of focus on currencies this morning, in particular on the dollar, which has seen some continued weakness, uh, but also on Bitcoin, which was up 13% from Europe's close when we came in, but it's actually given up all of those gains from the weekend after a retail uh, frenzy to the sell side. But the dollar has not changed um, off the back of this. However, that's definitely worth an eye on, worth keeping an eye on to see if that's impacted. Um, but with this soft dollar and the emerging market bullishness, um, so starting to see the cyclical recovery um, and inflation themes coming to play now. Um, It's certainly a lot of things that we've been talking about um, and expecting to see. And actually, if you read our Greed and Fear note that Chris Wood has just published, it's some interesting points on that. So I really would uh, like to highlight that as, as an interesting one to read. So please shout out if you'd like to see that as well. Also, a few virus headlines to be aware of. Um, so Sir John Bell, who is a professor of medicine at Oxford University, um, has claimed that there is a South African variant of the virus which might not be combated by the current vaccines due to the substantial changes in the structure of its protein. Also, Germany is saying that they're expected to extend its lockdown um, until the end of January. And the UK is also expected to bring out tighter restrictions later today. Um, so the suggestions that the one metre rule might be extended to two metres um, and also an increase in the, um, in the type of mass that must be used. Now, just in terms of sectors, so as I mentioned earlier, it's the miners that are outperforming um, up around 6% after a broad rally in the commodity space. So iron ore was in focus this morning after Dilian Futures traded back above their key 1,000 uh, Chinese yen level. Also, copper's up 2%, which has helped Glencore have a rally. They're up 6%, so returning to being um, a bit of an outperformer after the underperformance we saw at the end of last year. Um, oil's having a slight less of a bump, only up around a percent comparatively. So the su- sustainability of the metal prices versus the oil is actually quite an interesting dichotomy um, as oil's about demand um, and therefore more geared towards COVID, whereas the metal prices are more driven by the supply issues. Um, we actually shortly have the OPEC Plus meeting uh, coming out around 11 o'clock UK time. Um, so just ahead of this, be aware that OPEC Plus is currently idling at 7.2 million barrels a day. Other sectors in focus are the travel and leisure names, um, up nearly 4%. So don't be confused into thinking that this is any relief in the airlines. It's actually um, due to uh, the gaming sector, which is included in the sector. So MGM is bidding for Entain, which is the new name for GBC. And the stock's now trading up uh, more than 25%, uh, which is having an impact. Banks are relatively underperforming. Um, the UK banks particularly draining after the yield curves are a bit flatter. So there's nothing too dramatic going on. Um, the UK Brexit bounce is fading a bit with the COVID restrictions ramping up, uh, which is having an impact on the broader economy a bit more. 
Lastly, from a macro point of view this week, uh, the focus really is on the Georgia state runoff elections, which will determine the control of the Senate. So currently the Republicans hold a 50 to 48 majority in the Senate. If the, if the Democrats do win both seats, it would result in a 50-50 split with the deciding vote going to the vice president. Um, so the Democrats would control both the House and the Senate in theory. So uh, the Democrat state would see a, um, a larger fiscal bill totaling around three, uh, $3 trillion. So the possibility of that could cause... Um, best deepening pressure on the curve and bring reflation trades back into focus. Um, also just be aware that we've got some PMI data coming out. Earlier we had the uh, Chinese PMI data, which was a small miss, but still in the positive. Um, tomorrow uh, we also have the Pulaski Election House Speaker again. So that's all from us today, but thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.